0: Welcome to the Musician Centric Podcast. We are two freelance violists living and laughing our way through conversations that explore what it means to be a professional musician in today's world. I'm Steph.
1: And I'm Liz. And we're so glad you've joined us. Let's dive in. Are we putting these up?
0: Oh, on on the
1: Patreon? I forgot about that.
0: That might be fun. Yeah,
1: sure. Why not?
0: If you're on the Patreon, then you can see my new shirt.
1: That's right. Her shirt's super cute. I've
0: got merch. Musician-centric merch. This is the women's tri-color or tri-blend purple. so pretty. Musician-centric Mine hasn't come yet. Yeah, you'll love it.
1: I'll showcase my wares on another episode when you come to the Patreon and you see I'll be wearing mine. Yay! <laughs> It'll just be like a surprise. Which episode? <laughs>
0: oh, Aww. you get to see our banter.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and any given day, what we're wearing, what we look like,
0: yeah, what we what we didn't do to our hair or our makeup, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: whether or not we have day old day old concert hair <laughs> that we judge <zhuzh laughs> to the best of our ability. <laughs> that's my situation you know sometimes that's just what you gotta do you just gotta like go with a judge and leave it and hey i i love that we're
0: freelance hot freelance hot yeah when you want to be
1: you do it i'm very i am very proud of that ability in us actually yeah 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 Plus, also, like, I okay, this has nothing to do with Mozart and the Jungle guys, so we'll get there in a second. But we'll I, <laughs> I was just thinking about this, like the whole concept of that post, which I thought was really funny. But I was like, "There's this is like hot as a state of mind," and then like, "There's like glam." There's like, we got glam, and right. that's glam hot, which we we are very capable of doing. But I think we're hot no matter what. That's the state yeah, of mind.
0: It's a state of mind,
1: which I like.
0: Like New York,
1: <laughs> heck yeah!
0: Speaking of New York, New York, of the New York state of Look mind.
1: At you with the segue right off the bat. All right, I'm I'm feeling it. Oh, episode two. It. Okay, uh, can I just say, intro? Still not a fan. It's kind of like the. It's kind of like I don't know, like a teeny tiny fragment of a symphony theme that just stops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not super well thought yeah. out. But anyway, we don't have to talk about that anymore. I just it annoys me, and I might. And you don't have the you option continue. to skip because it's like too short.
0: Yes. So the- I tried, but I wasn't fast enough.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because Prime doesn't have like the click fast forward, you know, like uh-huh. Apple, you uh-huh. just tap it and it's like 10 seconds, 10 seconds. Right. The right. The Prime is like, if you don't stop, if you don't anticipate when you need to stop, you're going too far. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Word to the wise, everybody. One of the downfalls.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, did you catch the name of this episode? No. What is it? It's called Nothing Resonates Like Rhinoceros Force.
1: Oh, God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which definitely we'll um, is a line that's said <laughs> in this episode.
1: <laughs> but first, so we, first, Steph, how excited were you?
0: I was very excited. So that we open on a surprise party. Your best girl. For Lizzie Your best Girls Back. I love her and Bradford, who are an item and they've just come back from like traveling the world
1: like true bohemians. Yep. They are they really did it up. They didn't shower and stuff because she was very excited about the shower. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, I I really loved the scene where they're in her room together and they're just yes. like it was like real time girl talk, catch up. It was much needed she she Lizzie gave our girl some real talk, which she needed
0: right, right, so <laughs> basically, Lizzie completely hones in on the on the vibes that Haley and Alex are not really in that honeymoon stage anymore. Mm-hmm. The honeymoon's over. they're kind of like souring on each other, yep, it's getting old, yep, and she says that obviously you're into Rodrigo and you need to do two things. you need to number one, get Rodrigo a new assistant, right, because you can't be all up in his business, yep. and number two, you need to find out figure out what you're doing with Alex and let him know yeah
1: this is this is all very like practical, good advice, and mm-hmm. Haley's like, "But I am trying to find him a new assistant, and he doesn't want any of them and she's like, "No, you don't want any of them <laughs> right." Right. Which is, like, not entirely untrue, like, subconscious business, you know?
0: Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. So I really appreciate this jam session that's going on in the living room because they've brought back all of these instruments from, like, all these places they've been in. And, um, and I I could get behind that. You know, like, in the early part of the first season when they were doing that horrible excerpt off or whatever yeah Uh (laughs) some kind of ridiculous subjective competition
0: yeah yeah spin the wheel (laughs) of i don't know what was called
1: showdown yeah yeah it was like showdown something 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 horrible like that Uh, which would never happen in real life at least never in any parties i've been to but like a jam session with a bunch of like instruments from another part of the world that seems like a good time
0: Right. So Bradford has brought back this one that that has like these horn legs that it props up on and a very tiny drum. And I will say he had Alex just tap yeah. it and it sounded magical. It made
1: a very satisfying sound.
0: It was <laughs> lovely. And if it really truly sounded like that, I would be in on that yeah. as well.
1: It's this this like lovely little, like not even, you can't even replicate that. It was very nice. Yeah.
0: It was very nice. Yeah, and we come to learn that Bradford has been invited to move in <laughs> to their apartment, yes. and he's talking with Alex, and Alex kind of has a look like, "Oh, well, I didn't get invited to move it's like, in." Like I got a
1: toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> My toothbrush <Okay>. is here. <laughs>
0: and I'm with Bradford when he says electric truth brushes are the way to yeah. go yeah
1: uh, I haven't gone water pick route but I would love no I, haven't. I would love a water pick too that would make me feel yeah. so good isn't what does is Bradford say clean he teeth says, are the best
0: if he wants if you want to blow your mouth's <laughs> mind exactly
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was literally blow your mouth's mind <laughs> sorry guys I keep hitting my glass again. is that the drum <laughs> <laughs> no, it was more like a magical. It was more like a. <laughs> uh,
0: that was not nearly as magical. It
1: needs to. be That must not be
0: rhinoceros. It fourskin. needs to be like a,
1: like that kind of sound, like a. <laughs> yeah, but it was like higher pitched. It was. I can't find like it. Like a magical percussionist. Bell. Friends, help me.
0: <laughs> I'm just gonna flick things.
1: This is gonna be by okay. far our most listened to episode this is yet. ASMR. <laughs>
0: ASMR, Mozart in the Jungle. Okay. So um, there. Oh, Mike. Mike of the tattoos is back. The one that Lizzie was giving a tattoo to
1: earlier in the season one. And he is getting down.
0: He is living and breathing music.
1: (laughs) That's what she says. And Haley gets this look, which, of course, at the moment, I did not understand. She'll get this look on her face like, of course.
0: Yes. And so we'll find out more about what that look was about later. The next scene, we're at rehearsal. Back to the symphony hall. And I have to say, when they started panning around the orchestra, I was like, this is a hot person orchestra. (laughs) Only in Hollywood. There's so many good-looking people in this
1: orchestra. (laughs) They transcend, quote, orchestra hot.
0: (laughs) could venture into real world hot. Everyone is (laughs) good-looking. Rodrigo enters... He seems kind of unsure about this. And I wrote, is he going to be mean?
1: I had a really and... important question to ask you before we get into yes. what's happening in the scene. Yes. Um. Did the rat tail move? <laughs>
0: I had that same thought that it moved. But then I was like, oh, well, maybe I'm being... Um... I don't know. Nitpicking. Also,
1: I don't think there were three. There are like three now in the same place. Like three separate ropes.
0: (laughs) I didn't even see that.
1: They were kind of. Well, I kept staring at it then for the rest of the episode. It's like this feels like it's in a different place on his head than it was last episode. But I will. I will lose my mind if in the next episode it's also like clearly in a different place. (laughs)
0: What is that show where there's, you know how in the 1700s, they had those moles, <laughs> the women would draw those moles on? Yeah. There's some comedy where the mole like migrates around the woman's yes. face. Every shot yes. it's in a different
1: place. What is that? Uh, okay, there. that is in, I think that's in Young Frankenstein, isn't it? <laughs> Is does it? that happen in Young Frank? So, oh my gosh, somebody's got to help us. Someone is screaming it at the. I know. Their I know exactly right what now. you're talking about. Yes, it moves it to different places. So that's what I'm wondering. It's like, <laughs> is that what they're going to do to us with this rat? Maybe
0: they're doing it on purpose. Yeah, they're and like moving it to different parts of his head. They're this self-aware. Like 2015, they us.
1: recognize the rat tail's got to go, but let's just have some fun with it first.
0: <laughs> that's got to be what it is because it is ridiculous.
1: <laughs> so so ridiculous. Okay, so but he does. He he kinda like leads into it by saying, you know, that the concert wasn't bad, but it also he basically said it also wasn't good and was talking about like lateral movement essentially and that right. they weren't mm-hmm. they weren't going to the moon. And that's when he kind of like tries to tries to kick into his bad cop routine, which isn't super convincing. But the orchestra seems annoyed enough, so
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And mean, he cancels cancels softball.
0: No phone, no chit-chat, no lawyers on stage. Uh, I mean... Kristoff is being attacked and singled out.
1: To be fair, uh, do we ever... Are we ever encouraged to be talking (laughs) on stage? Are we ever encouraged to have our phone ring during the performance? (laughs) But he canceled softball, Now, the softball canceling. I have... I take... I take umbrage with that because... He
0: can't do that. No. That's outside of his purview. They're allowed curfew. to do whatever
1: they want. He can't say yeah. no, which is exactly yeah. how I would react to that. I'd look around at everybody and be oh. like, we're going to do that anyway, right? Um,
0: yeah, <laughs> seriously. What's he going
1: to do, fire all of us? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, So anyway, yeah. So now um, <laughs> Rodrigo's also in trouble. It's not just the orchestra that's in trouble. It's also Rodrigo.
0: Yes, so... Rodrigo has been living in an apartment that is provided by one big donor, notably the father of Sarah Bell, who was just fired as Rodrigo's assistant. Anyway, her donor dad um, is thinking about...
1: (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. I don't mean that to be funny. That's not actually funny, but like it's funny because, yeah, (laughs) the dad who's the donor. (laughs)
0: Aren't all dad's donors of some
1: time? I guess technically speaking, yes. <laughs> this episode is extra. Uh, it's extra.
0: What are you drinking there?
1: <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know?
0: Uh, so Rodrigo might be evicted, and he's on thin ice. And they show some flashbacks to his um, time as a tenant, and he has been kind of a bad tenant. <laughs> so yeah, he's had yeah. a goat he's- there. <laughs>
1: how did he even get the goat into the apartment? Like he would have had know, to bring it on the elevator. It's like, I have so many questions about the goat. Uh, yeah. Things, uh, things feel to be reaching cl- critical mass a little bit. Like, yeah, it's, yeah things it's, are all kind of, the, the wheels are spinning off <laughs> in every direction. Yeah. It's getting a little crazy.
0: Right. Spe- so the donor might pull full th- funding. Are you going to
1: say what <laughs> I, I think you're say, say? Speaking of crazy. <laughs>
0: Oh, wait, what do you think? Oh, it's coming. What are you going to bring well, up? Was
1: the next scene. I was, oh, was, no, no, no. Okay, I was okay. jumping ahead. You so, say what you were going to say.
0: Okay, so Rodrigo and Gloria are talking backstage. They wrap up their conversation, and Pavel comes up, the stage oh, manager. Yes. Hot and wise Pavel comes up, and he and Gloria have a moment, and I'm not sure what it is. I
1: did notice that. You're right. I didn't notice that moment. Are
0: they like, is there
1: that would be very exciting. I would root wholeheartedly for that situation. I'm,
0: I'm on board with that. Oh,
1: I hope that I hope you caught something that develops. I did not I, hope so. I I admit, I don't think I noticed that. So I'm very excited now. I'm gonna be watching. Okay. Okay. I watched that. Eagle eye. Yeah. So the scene that
0: you're talking about is coming up here. Our favorite so ta-
1: guy from Princess Bride slash Clueless is back. I call him Vincini. I can't stop. Somebody brought this up to me. Oh, I feel like a jerk. Somebody recently brought up this conversation to me and was like, you're really not into the Princess Bride? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I'm not not into it like literally what i said i'm all about the double negatives not, today not. i've been using a lot of double negatives for some reason today i guess that that's a sign of being non-committal but it's not mm. like i'm not against the princess bride it just it wasn't one of your formative yeah i don't think i've ever seen it the whole way through <laughs> oh my god that just blows my mind whereas mr hall i i know his i know every line mr hall has in clueless <laughs> uh. anyway it is lovely to see Winslow again.
0: Yes. So Winslow, the pianist, is in Thomas's apartment, and clearly Thomas is showing him his symphony. <laughs> so hopefully this gets Rodrigo off the hook, because I, I don't know. But anyway... It's gonna, The reviews are not great. It's
1: really funny because at first he's like very encouraging. He's like, oh, it's a work in progress. You can get funky with it. You can play around. And Thomas is very distraught about this and, and informs him, even though, okay, so so he's supposedly written this masterpiece and he hasn't had anybody like review it or help him revise it or edit it or whatever. He's going to premiere it in two weeks in Belarus somewhere. And Winslow's like, "Congratulations! That's terrible news." Mm -hmm. And hey, he is a
0: true friend.
1: Tells him to call. He is a true friend. He was going to be
0: supportive. He was going to be supportive when he learned it was. You know, he was workshopping it. He was still working on it, but he told him the truth when when he's like, oh, I'm going to put this out there. And he's like, you
1: shouldn't do that. Don't do that yet. And then he says the thing that like every artist fears in their entire lives. He calls the work derivative. Derivative. But then he also backs it up by playing quotes from other things that Thomas confuses for his own (laughs) music. Um, But I really liked the quote that he said about you know, like you're this conductor, you've been living and breathing this music for decades and decades, what goes in must come out. Mm -hmm. So this Mm -hmm. concept that maybe the concept is, you write all this, you get it all out of your system, like you put all these themes out, and then there's room. It's like a detox.
0: I love that. I don't think Thomas is taking it that
1: Definitely way. not no. right now. Because he
0: throws Winslow out. He, go- <laughs> he picks him up he bodily and win- removes him. And Winslow
1: in his very what's the actor's name? Oh my god. I forget the actor.
0: Um uh, um it's terrible. So um, wa- um Oh yeah, Wallace Wallace Scott or something like that. Wallace
1: <laughs> He's going, oh god, I'm, I'm ticklish. The whole scene is great. Um, but yeah, it kicks him out. It's really upset.
0: Yeah. And then, then we're over in Gloria's office again. Sharon is there as a proxy for Edward, Literally. who's the very annoying donor. Ugh, Edward. Uh, he's the worst. I said, he's oh, what a funding. surprise
1: jerk face isn't there.
0: <laughs> yeah. He couldn't do it in person. Yeah. yeah. So he's deferring his funding until the next financial quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So that's obviously bad news. Haley shows up to the office because she's been summoned there. And we learn, we learn that they're making Haley the face of the orchestra. And she doesn't, that she doesn't even play in. This
1: isn't far-fetched at all.
0: (laughs) This would never happen. Never, ever, ever. Although to
1: be fair, I will say... I just found this on Facebook. There's an orchestra I've subbed with exactly once in the last eight years. And I went on their Facebook and there's a photo with me prominently <laughs> in the middle of it. I was like, hey, don't I get credit for like using my likeness or something?
0: <laughs> what is oh, you this? probably signed something away. I did
1: <laughs> when I filled out my i9. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, no, this is very far fetched. Like she's going to be like on billboards and stuff. That's insane. And this is
0: not going to go over well no. with the rest of the orchestra.
1: Also, what about no. Cynthia? She's a babe. Yeah, Cynthia they've got there. plenty of
0: hot people in that orchestra. Yeah, it's a
1: super hot orchestra. It's a hot orchestra. We have already established. <laughs> uh, I do like that there is a young donors event of some kind that we're going to see. Right, felt very appropriate to. Felt very appropriate to recent experience of my own, except well. They weren't really young donors.
0: (laughs) I was was going to say. I was thinking
1: about donor events. How
0: many donors would would you have enough young donors to make a party list? I guess. Maybe
1: in New York. All that young money, like family money, like big inherited families, like with lots of wealth.
0: Okay. Yeah,
1: I could see it, but anywhere else, no. But it would be great. It's a great idea.
0: It is a good idea. Young, rich kids. So Gloria wants Haley to come. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which we're going to see later.
1: Yep. It's that time of year. We're back to school and we are back to gigging. Even if you're not mentally ready for the season, you can count on our season sponsor, Potter Violins, to get your equipment ready. When's the last time you reheared your bow stuff?
0: Oh, I feel like it was recently, but... I bet it's been over six months, so I got to get over there and get it freshened up. Oh, and I need new backup strings and an instrument adjustment. Sounds like it might be about time. Yeah.
1: I do love to get in there for a visit to our favorite technicians as we approach the change of season.
0: Hmm, Maybe I need a new case too. (laughs) And as we've said before, if you need a rental instrument, they're the place to go. My daughter and many of my students rent from Potters, and the instruments are really fantastic, even the smaller violas.
1: Yes. Get back to your music this season with confidence by visiting Potter Violins so your equipment will be ready, even if you might need a bit more of a warm-up.
0: Then we flash over to uh, Rodrigo's apartment. (laughs) He's contemplating his divorce papers. He's got to sign them. Uh. It looks like he's dragging his feet on that. Yeah but haley shows up and she has found him an assistant she has it's
1: mike it's
0: mike yay the one who lives and breathes music
1: such a good idea and
0: yeah so he i before he had decided i wrote lots of encouraging things for mike mike is a candidate give mike a chance he made the mate <laughs> <laughs> exclamation point exclamation point <laughs>
1: I was rooting for my. I love that he trapped him by saying he made the mate. I was like, well, I mean, I did that, you know. Um, okay, I had two things about this. Uh, first of all, I really need a life assistant. Like, I want someone to keep my life in tune. I feel you- like I need to manifest this because I, I would like – I don't know what my life would be like if I just had someone running around like bringing me my coffee the way I like it and like making sure I do all the things and not riding my bike at three o'clock in the morning and all those things I would do really well with that so I'm just gonna put it out in the universe the other thing I wrote down was <laughs> this quiz you're manifesting this quiz that, an assistant. yeah manifesting an assistant somebody okay. talked to me about this recently by the way that's story for another time she was okay. like when you're re-envisioning your life in 2024 she's like you should start like billing in the possibility of what it would be like to have someone who's assisting you like in your life
0: like hey there's virtual assistants
1: can you imagine how much more functional my life would be if i had someone helping me
0: i i might help subsidize (laughs)
1: Oh, I'm gonna lock that. Up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm gonna pick this back up in January.
0: <laughs> Noted.
1: Uh, yeah, I do. I need. Yeah. I need a mic or Michelle as as Rodrigo's Michelle, instantly decided yes. he's gonna call him. But also, Rodrigo gives him this quiz, and I was thinking to myself, like, would Haley have known all the answers on this quiz? Probably. Did you know all the answers no. to this
0: on your quiz? Okay. <laughs> i didn't he asks him like <laughs> oh my god i can't remember what he asked him because i was like i don't know i don't know
1: um and what was the last question oh about the about going into the monastery or whatever oh yeah uh, did you know the answer to that no and then he just showed him the tattoo and we don't his tattoo
0: <laughs> was that lizzie's tattoo
1: Oh, that'd be no, hilarious if it was Lizzie's tattoo. I thought she did, like, some terrible bear on his back or something.
0: Oh, that's right.
1: <laughs> uh, it's on his
0: inner forearm, and it's of List.
1: Oh, List joined a monastery? That's what I thought I read, is the name underneath that I'm glad you, know, you caught that, because I just thought it was a head, and I was like, so we don't know who that is? We're not supposed to know who that I is. made that up, I'm annoyed yeah, I, I don't know List. who this is. Like, it was... <laughs> Was making me feel inadequate in my music history knowledge.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think they were supposed to be pretty obscure. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, but no, so I Michelle has got a chance,
0: right? Right. And so um, Haley leaves uh, with the satisfaction that she's probably found him a really good candidate, and Rodrigo looks very dejected. He clearly is missing Haley. Yeah, yeah. Um. So then we've, we're over at a diner. They're having an orchestra committee meeting uh, talking about, uh, well, first of all, the stern papa version of Rodrigo. Uh huh. They're talking about all these new rules and his that. new attitude. Mm-hmm. No, no, he hasn't won any people over. Um, apparently, management has denied their terms. They're going forward with their rollbacks. Mm-hmm. And Nina, the lawyer, is there.
1: Yeah. Um, interestingly, she talks about this where I it, i mean, a lot of this feels like I don't want to use the word triggering because I think it gets overused, but I felt a little like it was hitting a bit of a nerve because you and I are on a committee and we're figuring out some contract stuff this year. And some of the conversation points that have happened in here are actually the type of conversation points you might have. And one of the things that Nina talks about is this idea that the orchestra members are kind of giving, they're validating the other point of view in a way that's like invalidating their needs or what they're asking for. And Mm -hmm. she's saying, you know, you kind of can't overestimate your relationship with Gloria or the power that that has, because here's Edward jerk face who is really the bad guy, and he has controlling interest of the board because of all of his like various financial things, and he basically breaks up companies for a living, and that's how he's made all of his money. But one of the thing that was really interesting, and also the going after his image thing, like jokingly, this came up in a conversation recently. Which I'm just thinking, about. I was laughing about that. <laughs> um, but i I was thinking about this in the meeting with Gloria when Sharon was Edward's proxy. Gloria says, because he basically says he's going to hold his funding for the quarter. He's not going to give them any more cash flow for the quarter, which is going to squeeze them. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: at first, you know, the orchestra's like, the orchestra, the people on Gloria's side are like, oh my God, that's going to totally screw us over. And then Gloria's like, wait, wait, no, this is brilliant because it weakens our position when we go in to negotiate with the musicians. So she's essentially saying, She's not working for the musicians. She's essentially mm-hmm. saying like, no, this puts us in a position to make it seem like we have less money than we do to pay them. Right. So I, I think it's good. They have Nina. Cause Nina's kind of. Yeah. Except then Cynthia comes over and is like, you don't need to go so hard. You know, what was it? She was like, wanted her to back off a little, but I don't. I yeah. Think that's what they need.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And basically, Nina's hitting on Cynthia oh gosh, like, overtly. Shameless, shamelessly.
1: She's like I'm so distracted because you're the sexiest woman I've ever seen. <laughs> Which to be fair, you know Saffron Burrows kind of is one of the sexiest women on the planet. I mean,
0: yes, but if you are there as <laughs> You need to do your a, job. in a professional manner. <laughs> you don't just willy-nilly mm-hmm. go hitting on your clients basically. That's very true. Very true. Okay, but I know this is a, this is supposed to be salacious. for the drama yep ah, anyway, so then we're at the young donor's party, mm. and Haley shows up looking tray chic. she has yeah. her hair up, she looks very nice, mm-hmm. very put together. And the young donor notices her right away. yes, this young donor with ain't her. Eric, yep, who's very nice, giving her attention, yeah, uh, and there's a symphony hall cake,
1: the symphony hall, <laughs> the Dream Symphony Hall, which I wrote. Oh, yes, just what we need to spend more money on a new venue. Well, yeah, that's what I
0: said. Like they have the money for that in New York. <laughs> they have donors dropping out.
1: Yeah, yeah, they're like losing money. And
0: they're like, oh, let me, let's let make this, let's uh, spend this giant oh, symphony hall complex.
1: That happens so often that I'm like, and just, I don't know, just in terms of spending priorities. But this this whole scene had me thinking so much about patronage. And this concept, mm. and I think it is com- coming fresh off of I got to play a show, Stephanie and I play in a group that she was doing she was otherwise occupied, so we weren't able to play together. But yeah. um, I was at this event where afterwards we had a donor reception and we were sitting and eating amazing desserts and drinking champagne and talking to these donors. And I was just like, mar- sort of marveling at this concept of just the mixing of the artist with the person who has the means in order to support them. And that it is a very, it's very much like a business transaction in so many ways, but it's, it's, it also has this kind of like veil of, I'm, I'm asking, I'm, I'm asking you for something. We're not trans. It's not a transactional relationship like a business relationship but in this case when you have a donor you're like asking them to give you money if you're in that and just the like history of that vibe you know that that mm. vibe is like it's it's really interesting i i was just like watching this scene and thinking wow this is like what it would look like to have a new generation of those people that you're figuring yeah. out how to have that transactional relationship with. And you don't even have, they can't even argue age or wisdom on top of you. It's just strictly that they have the money and you need it.
0: Right. It's a strictly uh, money-based power dynamic. Yeah, thats I, I really do feel like that's why it feels so weird to go into those conversations. Because you know they have the power. Yeah. Yeah. to say yes or no yeah. and they know they have the power to say yes or no yeah so it's so uneven yeah that it doesn't really feel like a relationship in that way yeah you know and where of, it's like a give and a take kind of
1: thing a hundred percent and of course you know we we have seen firsthand what a really beautiful sort of like i don't know i guess um instead of the word transactional, I would use reciprocal type relationship can look like with with a philanthropist who's willing to put their resources behind something they believe in, or a person they believe in. I I mean, that can, it can be like a beautiful relationship. But at the outset, like when you're trying to form that relationship with all these different people, and, and you do feel, I mean, there was this kind of feeling like, I, I don't know, like a display? Like you're on display, you're doing this mm-hmm. thing and they're watching you do this thing and they're admiring the thing and then they want to give you money for it. It's a, it's very interesting. Mm. I don't know. It's something to pick apart, but... Yeah.
0: Yeah, so... So, Rodrigo gives a lovely speech in Spanish.
1: This is his target market, I feel like, for donors, the young donors.
0: Mm-hmm. you mm-hmm.
1: could be way more into his deal than... The old guys. Yes, yeah.
0: exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Edward is there. He's trolling Gloria. Why is Edward there?
1: He is, yeah, he's not a young donor. Yeah. <laughs> he's an old jerk face. Yeah. Um,
0: oh, strong language
1: there. <laughs> I, I have said jerk face a record number of times on this episode for what it's worth. <laughs> I think that's now five. It might be oh. the fifth time I've said it
0: that's what we're going to call this episode um the forks
1: incoming is the scene that made me laugh harder than any other scene in the entire episode
0: wait the one where Haley's drunk
1: (laughs) yes so first though what did rodrigo say to sharon
0: he said why did why did you leave me or something like that they were talking about
1: um it got really close to her face and like
0: yeah. Well, you know, the very oh, first right. episode, they were, weren't they like making out?
1: Right. They were hooking up. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And she left him for Edward.
1: <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. I thought I it um, seemed threatening or not threatening, but like, yeah, I bet you regret it or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. It was weird. But- Bailey is definitely tipsy and she's like maestro can I buy you this free glass of champagne and come hang out with us and, da, 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 da. and his face he looks so concerned and he goes this is not Acapulco he's like scolding her for how out of control she is I was like calm down she had was- a couple drinks she's having a great time
0: <laughs> she's a fun drunk okay <laughs> She is hilarious and fun. I know,
1: but I was thinking about it from the perspective of this is donor relations. She's supposed to be like working these donors and she's turning into- She's probably
0: doing a great job.
1: I'm sure he was- Let's be real. I'm sure he was a little jealous. Yes. I think that's <laughs> what it was. I- but I laughed. I don't know why I laughed so hard because her reaction too was like- <laughs> I, I, it made me laugh so hard, and then the fact that he's like fleeing, and he's biking, and he's doing his usual thing, but Mike or Michelle yes. is desperately trying to keep up. Poor Mike. He's like, if I lose you, w- Mike's text like, what me did I get into? <laughs> text me a rendezvous point.
0: Text me a rendezvous <laughs> point he's trying so hard oh. he fixed him that little that little plate of perfectly curated food he oh, left, right. and then rodrigo's like no i don't want any rodrigo's of that like, we're leaving i right don't
1: there. have an appetite it's like how could you even think i could eat right now
0: <laughs> yeah Rodrigo's very high maintenance oh that whole thing was
1: so funny to me
0: i hope mike sticks around because i like oh
1: him. yeah i think he's here he's probably here for the temporary future anyway i hope so um how does he always find these crazy parties with these what, crazy people? And where are these happening? And he seemingly finds the most, like, unstable-seeming broad that exists in the group. And then he goes right for her.
0: Yeah. So they find this random drum circle that's happening. It looks like fun. It looks like fun. But there's, like, an Anna Maria lookalike there.
1: <laughs> Basically. <laughs> and he goes right who, for her.
0: Who goes right for And, you know, they are dancing and having a good time um then we flash over to Haley and lizzie who are back at their apartment and i was like i love this is the best ending to any night yes they're both just sitting out there in their jammies comfy clothes they're eating cake they're commiserating keeping it real they're they're having girl talk i wanted to be there
1: yeah and then they have a cake fight which i can't Food fights stress me out so badly. Oh really? Uh, I hate I hate everything about the idea of a food fight. I hate the idea of wasting the cake. That's number one. That's really upsetting. I okay. don't like the idea of the food like smeared on you, or like if it's like a chunk and then it falls off of your clothing and you like don't know if it's gonna fall off your clothing or it's stuck in your hair or oh. it gets on your face and then your face breaks out. There's there's like a lot to consider. I, okay. I don't please don't ever. If we ever have a sleepover, we can do all those other things, but don't put
0: food on those smashing of cake no, please don't put Fake, food uh, on cake, me. cake on you. No. Okay, yeah. noted. <laughs> If we ever That's get married, I will not smash <laughs> it <in> your face. <laughs> Did you have that stipulation? Before I you guys got married. I
1: your, your previous year? yeah no I didn't I didn't like make a huge deal of it because I assumed we would not do that to each other. Yeah, yeah. That was, oh, we definitely was had understanding. Do, no, there will be no. F- yeah, but um, but speaking of yeah, like we 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 do have retirement plans. Just so you know, <laughs> the story for another time. I heard okay. about it. <laughs> i heard a. I I heard heard. a. I heard a little i heard a plan last night (laughs) i'm in it's gonna be great i'm always down for a musician commune commune, retirement plan i'm big on that um and then finally we end the episode with yes
0: so rodrigo and the drummer girl and um, which by the way in the credits that is her name her character's name is drummer girl oh boy (laughs)
1: um or um, at his apartment yeah i mean he's having he is having other. a massive party in his apartment he's it's like yeah. everyone that was in the drum circle he has now invited back to the place and he's almost surely going to get evicted he's going to get evicted yeah <laughs> this is only a matter of if it's next episode or the one after that
0: oh do you think that he's going to have to move in with, with Haley?
1: i think because a victim oh boy that would be kind of crazy that would set it up wouldn't it yeah it would alex would be like i don't get to move in but this guy with the rat tail this guy's but bo- yes
0: and he would not be wrong
1: well that wraps it that's the uh that's where we left things with rodrigo in a fit of passion with the anna maria look at look- alike, and uh uh-huh. we'll see what happens with all the drama next one
0: see you on the next one
1: um don't forget to give us a follow if you haven't already. And if you love what you're hearing, maybe uh, maybe a five star review would be really lovely. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a great Thanksgiving treat.
0: I would love to see an inbox full of reviews. Yeah,
1: yeah. Thank you. That
0: would be a great gift. It's like
1: on our wish list throughout the end of the year. I think. Mm-hmm. Yep. Through the holidays, mm-hmm. all we want for yep. all we want for the holidays. Alright, I'm stopping. I'm done. That's it. That's all I got. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. See you next time. Thank you so much for listening today. If you loved this episode, consider writing us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, or wherever you listen.
0: Thanks also to our season sponsor, Potter Violins.
1: If you'd like to support the podcast and get access to bonus content, consider joining our Patreon community.
0: You can buy all your musician-centric merch, including shirts, water bottles, koozies, and a variety of other fun items.
1: Our theme music was written and produced by J.P. Wogeman, and is performed by Steph and myself.
0: Our episodes are produced by Liz O'Hara and edited by Emily McMahon.
1: Thanks again for listening. Let's talk soon.